total black experience in sound in stereo. Yeah, due to me finding out that this uh, Black Lives Matter mission statement and their goal is to destroy the nuclear family, basically to destroy the black family that I said earlier is already in tatters. Why would motherfuckers want to destroy the black family? So due to that, I started thinking about MFSB, mother, father, sister, brother. Now, the MFSB is an orchestra that gave us the sound of Philadelphia, the Philadelphia sound. Kenny Gamble, Leon Huff, great music producers, great writers. So I wanted to dedicate this particular episode to the MFSB orchestra, mother, father, sister, brother, due to these cats trying to tear down the black American family. Fuck them. We want to shout out Kenny Gamble and Leon Huff and the sound of Philadelphia. We got to shout these cats out, man. Considering what we have now on the radio, we have to shout these true musicians out. Yeah, man, I was watching this talk show. Candace Owens got a talk show, Black Conservative Woman, that everyone hates. Everyone hates this woman, but she had a professor on. Temple University dude, tenured professor, Mark Lamont Hill. I thought it was going to be some scholarship. I was getting ready for this shit. I couldn't believe that this guy is actually a fucking professor, yo. And if Temple University heard, hopefully they heard what this dude says and be like, yo, how can we have this dude in here teaching if this is what he believes? Now, if it were me, Candace Owens invited me, and I'm a professor, and I heard this question. Can men get pregnant? Of course not. Oh, okay. I like this question. Perfect time for me to straighten this out. You need a good straightening out. Check it out. You say, can a man get pregnant, right? Okay. In your world, if a biologically born female says later in life, I'm a man. I want you to see me as a man. And this biologically born female gets pregnant and has a baby. And because they said they were male, that means in your world that a man had a baby. You might want to go along with I'm a man thing. But the reason why this man had a baby is because they were born a female. But you seem to leave that out. But for the purpose of scholarship, which is why I am here, we have to factor that in. The reason why this man had a baby is because this man was born a female. Conversely, if a biologically born male said he was a female, I'm in your world now. This biologically born man should be able to have a child because they are female. This is your world I'm dealing with right now. So. The man who was born a man says, I'm female. I'm expecting this female 
to be able to have children. And if this female can't have a child, you need to tell me why that is impossible. And I hope I didn't offend your audience. <laughs> That's me. Listen to the professor. Can men get pregnant? Uh, depends. I know, I know. What does I, it depend on? I know trans men that can get pregnant. That, that means it's a woman. There is a truth, a concrete truth. You have to be born with a uterus to have a baby. Only women can get pregnant. That's the part I'm disagreeing with. There's nothing with. to disagree with it. These are facts. So you can say that this person who is pregnant identifies as a man. That person was born a woman. I can tell you that every single time because only women can have babies. And that is a hard truth about life. If it's pregnant, I'll, I can tell you exactly what it is. It's a woman. So, so I, I, I'll give you, let's go back to the social construct thing because then it'll, it'll answer the thing you just said. I'm not ignoring what you just said. I want to tie it together. So... I'm not denying the biological reality of maleness, of, of the genitalia we're assigned at birth and what we can do with those body parts. I'm not denying that. That's a biological reality. Again, the social meaning I'm attaching to it is what I'm saying is more complex. Can men give birth? Sometimes. I'm not disputing the fact that certain body parts yield certain kinds of possibilities, right? What I'm disagreeing with is the idea that that is the measure of whether or not you're a man or a woman in, in, in society. Okay, but it is now come to a point where if you say that only women can give birth, you are called a bigot. That is crazy. That's nuts. Can men get their period? Can you, can, can you help my audience? Can men get their period? Some can. Okay. York City going back to the days, man, back to the days when I grew up, where it was mad crime, man. I kind of predicted this based on the mayor who has a stage name. His stage name is Bill de Blasio. His real name is Warren Wilhelm Jr. Why he changed it, I don't know. I don't know, but based on him not towing the line between supporting the police and supporting the protesters, he disbanded plainclothes officers, which endangers the black lives that he cares so much about. He cared so much about the black lives. He wanted to prove it to them by writing Black Lives Matter on the street, on 125th Street in Harlem, where all the black people live. So that's how he proves that black lives matter. Look, I'm gonna write it on the street. Now, what about partnering with community organizations in the five boroughs that deal with disadvantaged youth? Isn't that tangible? Wouldn't that prove that black lives really matter to Warren Wilhelm Jr.? He's reaching out to community organizations. He's not just emblazoning something on the sidewalk and putting a black fist in the air. They know what you will accept. That's why they do it. But what if you declined and say, we didn't even ask you for that and we don't want that. That is nothing. It isn't important in the grand scheme of things. So what you can do is you need to ask us, what do we want? So you can prove to us that black lives really matter.
jetting nights, don't ever wet that Drop the G-Pack, how will I eat black? And brothers, flexing labels like cables Spice sables, pressing up, trying to make a debut Hard times, when the guard rhyme I'm aiming mines, cause he playing mines Plus, we ain't related, cause he rated mine They see me lamping up in 850s With 360s, blowing like 160s, selling 50s If I told you my pronouns were she, um, her, you would address me as she and her, right? No, I wouldn't. One, this isn't a case of someone thinking there's something that they're not. What people are saying is that there is a misalignment between my sex and my gender. But disorder. This, 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 no, no. That, that's the point. No, my no, mind no, and my and my body don't match. That's a disorder. That doesn't make it a disorder. It just means that the world may be more diverse than we've previously understood it to be, whether we see it in, in plants, whether we see it in animals. There's all kinds of complexity. And we look... In, in history, I mean, even we go back to the continent of Africa, we look, look in Asia, there's all kinds of, of examples of people who have uh, complicated gender performances and complicated understandings of gender and how we perform gender can be different. Mm -hmm. If someone identifies as, particularly, in a, you know, someone who, who you, you engage with, say it's a colleague at work or whomever, a family member, whomever, if they say, look, I prefer to be called she and her and I, I no longer want to be identified by this name, why not, why not just honor that? If you changed your name, I will honor it. A name is one thing, but if you're asking me to change pronouns, I'm not going to do that because these are established pronouns. You're asking me to now change the English language, right? We know why we call female, she, her, girl, woman, okay? These are, these are words that have meanings. words that have meanings. So you're asking me to change the actual meaning of words to accommodate you. I'm not going to do that. The request of the trans community is not that I'm actually a man, uh, but I want you to pretend I'm a woman. The, the, the argument of the trans community, which I agree with, is no, I am a woman. You're not a woman. So that's, that's the problem. So this is what I say is now you've asked me to, to take on your mental disorder. Just because you think something doesn't make it real. I don't know how to explain it to you. The best I can tell you is, you see, people are too sensitive today. They don't want to hear all that job you talking, man. Is you for real? No, I don't think you are. Yeah, you know, I was in the bathroom, man. The news was on. The radio was on. And all you hear is BLM, Black Lives Matter. All you hear is that, right? Toppling statues, burning shit down, protesters. And if you don't have a television nearby and you only hear it, you think, oh, black lives. So black people are destroying shit, right? They're protesting and they're burning up shit. But if you look at the people doing it. There are no black people in the protest. What they're doing is trying to destroy this country in our name, using our grievances. Man, they don't call them devils for nothing, man. That's what's happening. Go to the Black Lives Matter website and read the mission statement. So basically, they want you to believe that their mission, black people's mission, is to destroy God's nuclear family, man, woman, child. That's what they're after. So they want you to believe that black people have the family in their crosshairs. They want to further destroy their own families. Now we know right there that this is a lie. This is an imposter. They're trying to destroy America. 
using black Americans' name. This is awful. Like I said, they don't call these motherfuckers for devils for nothing, man. We just got to realize what's happening. Check out the mission statement yourself. I'll read it to you right now. Check it. We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for one another, especially our children. We foster a queer affirming network. So the point of Black Lives Matter, this is how you know it's been infiltrated. The point of getting together and affirming Black Lives Matter is to foster a queer affirming network. Infiltrate, assimilate, dictate, and dominate. You know, the family is the solution to the world's problems today. Now let's take a look at the family. In the family, the father is like the head, the leader, the director, not domineering, but showing love, guidance for everyone else in the family. That we could get all the fathers of the world to stand up and be fathers, that would be great. Yeah, this is the Third with G Moody podcast right now in Harlem. Let's get right into it. Football, NFL, Cam Newton, former NFL quarterback for Carolina Panthers, got picked up by the New England Patriots. I'm looking forward to Cam turning this whole shit around. He had some injuries. He got to the Super Bowl. He lost the Super Bowl, and he had injuries. Now they traded this cat now. It's a one-year deal, right? You got to prove yourself so you can get that next contract. Hopefully his mind is in the right place. But when I saw him on TV... I said, oh, homeboy's still with this old Sylvester type shit, wearing this old crazy shit. It's not about the dress. It's about you almost being out of football. So now Bill Belichick needs to put the lid on this shit. Say, listen, man, we brought you here because we think you could do it. A one-year deal. We got a lot of faith in you, but we don't tolerate none of this sucker shit. None of this, you know, blurring the lines with a male and female. No, we want football players. That's it. And we regulate. We regulate how our players are dressed, a la George Steinbrenner. All this other shit, we're not known for that. We're known for winning. Even though we cheat a little bit, but we are known for winning. And this is the first year without Tom Brady. It's a lot riding on the line, Nick. For me, because if you win, then that absolves me. Right. And Tom Brady going somewhere else. If he loses, then the fame is all on me because that tells you this Tom Brady motherfucker who broke out was a system guy. And it's my system. So if you win in my system, I look good and you look good. Just get your head up, you run a little back. One, 
What you are denying is my ability to be an intelligent human being, right? You're denying my ability to talk about science and biology in a meaningful way. You are now making your existence is actually infringing on mine, okay? So. And because when you make it a requirement now that I have to pretend that men can give birth and men can menstruate and there needs to be tampons as the ACLU is fighting for and males restrooms, and if I don't see the reason, the importance of that, then I'm a bigot. I'm someone that's accept. No, no, no. Because I accept you. If you want to run around and you want to wear a dress and you want to call yourself Tiffany and you want to put but a you pillow won't call me in Tiffany. you, I don't need to know your name. First comes up to me and they're in a dress and a, and a skirt and they say my name's Tiffany. Okay, cool, Tiffany, cool, right. right? But when it becomes Candace is a bigot because she won't acknowledge that, you know, Tiffany the man got her period and, and can have a baby, I'm not playing that game. This is Danny Third with G Moody Podcast. Get the vocal cords all warmed up. Live in Harlem. Chilling out in the sun. Been out in the sun for like five hours. Just sitting out here, sipping on some coffee. Watching the world go by. Changing colors, too. A nice mahogany came about. I didn't know I had mahogany inside the skin. That's what we come out. We want to see different hues. Man, there's some intermittent fasting. I lost that weight with no problem. I didn't run around. I didn't sweat. I rode my bike maybe once or twice during the week, and I didn't kill myself. All I did was regulate the food consumption and threw away the soda and threw away the juice, all the sugars. My body said, thank God, nigga. Supposed to have been through this. Let me do my job. No more alcohol. So when I sleep, the body isn't working overtime to rid itself of the poison that's been all throughout my body by drinking. So now it could do what it's supposed to do, repair, get shit together while I'm sleeping. So I have a peaceful sleep. And the next thing you know, the weight came off with no issues. Chocolate E said, look at this motherfucker. I feel like it's 1989, six feet, one and some change, 184 pounds. That's my playing weight. And I did it. With no effort. I'm the best in the world, you can bet on that. Ain't here. It's putting nobody down but pound for pound. I'm the best around. I'm the middleweight champ at 163. You gotta be bad to hang with me. You gotta rock it with the drop like a boot on the dock. I pop a dock and do the boogaloo too. Ooh, pop bang a lang a loo. I got tons and tons of fun for you. Ooh, pop a dock Papa got a shock Papa got the rock a mama good. Got the rock around the dock a mama jam. Papa got a bang the boom tang tang real good. Kanye West came out. In Forbes magazine Kicking some good shit He's not with the racial identity politics He's fed up with it Most people believe if you're black You gotta be a democrat And if you're not then you're a coon You're not a republican, you're not a conservative You're a coon Uncle Tom, you hate black people You're anti-black racist Because you are not a democrat Or you may be just thinking Of being something else because maybe you've been lied to but just by doing that that will get you called every name in the book so you got to be brave to withstand that and stand on your conviction and do research about the democratic party which you've been led to believe are your friends and then when you find out 
what you are in their world and how they view you, evidenced by Joe Biden's comments. If you're having any independent thoughts about voting you know, another way, then you're not black. So this begs the question, what is black in their world? You see how it goes? So when Kanye West saying, man, I'm not Democrat just because I'm black, you know what I'm saying? It's not about choosing conservative, Republican. It's not choosing racist against the other. Both of these motherfuckers might be racist. So what should I do? I've been lied to about these guys who said they were in my corner. These motherfuckers is racist too. So shouldn't you be non-party affiliated? That makes sense, right? Non-party, no party. I'm in the middle. And based on our history, being black Americans, neither one of you motherfuckers is cool with us. We're in a unique position. So I'm going to go to you on the right to see what you're talking about. And I got my agenda. And then if you ain't going to meet that, then I'm going to go on to the left and see what they're talking about. But both of you motherfuckers will know, oh, this dude is in the middle. He has no affiliation. So if we want him, we have to present some tangible things to get his vote. And Kanye West is kind of, you know, going in that direction. And he, I'm, I'm sure he's going to get called any, all names in the book. But this is good. This filters out the people that are in your lives that don't have your best interests at heart and look at you differently than you thought. So it basically shakes the trees when the brother starts thinking for himself. You got to take all the bullshit that come with it. It's going to surprise you. But it's also going to make you more aware of how these motherfuckers really thought of you. It's great. Liberals have wreaked more havoc on blacks than the supposed legacy of slavery they talk about. In 1960, which would be almost 100 years after the end of slavery, 22% of black kids grew up in homes with only one parent. 30 years later, after the liberal welfare state, that number had more than tripled. If we can speculate on how much that 22% was due to the legacy of slavery, but we know that that tripling was not due to the legacy of slavery. It was due to the legacy of a whole different set of policies. They deserve to get this vaccine first. And from there, you want to do tiering in various countries to make sure your most vulnerable populations get it. In our country, that would be Blacks and Native Americans, people with underlying health conditions, and the elderly. And so we need to look at as a globe, and we're involved with many European leaders um, and African leaders and others in Southeast Asia to make sure there's a purchasing fund that can pull that vaccine through when it's available and get it out in wide-scale distribution. Mm-hmm.
Oh, we got some uh, good news, kind of good news, man. When I say good news with this, I'm talking about maybe this could benefit the brothers on the team. Talking about Stanford University, the athletic department is dropping 11 sports, non-revenue sports, because you wouldn't be dropping it if these motherfuckers was making some money. So they're dropping 11 non-revenue generating sports. Uh, let me go through the checklist. Men's and women's fencing. That sport never made no money. Who kept that sport afloat? They should benefit that these motherfuckers is gone now. That's one of them. Field hockey. That ain't never made no money. Lightweight rowing. See, they just making up shit because so much money is coming in from the brothers doing their thing. They start making up sports. Yo, we don't know, we don't know where to put this money at, kid. Rowing. Lightweight. All right, we'll, we'll form a team around that. That's how this shit go. Co-ed women's sailing. What's the ticket price for that? Are they selling jerseys? Are they making commercials on these motherfuckers sailing around? Is that bringing in any money? Why does it exist? Squash. Well, we're going to squash this shit right now, B. That shit doesn't bring in any money. It's never brought in any money. But yet and still, it remains. Who's propping it up? Shouldn't they benefit now that this corny shit is gone? Now that we done squashed it? Synchronized swimming. I'm not going to go on about that shit. No money. But now I think that the program that was propping all of this non-revenue shit up for decades, now they should benefit that these non-revenue generating sports have been wiped out. So all that money can go into paying the players. got news from my man Shan. He played in the league. Shout out to my man Shan. Shannon Smith. Shout out to that brother. He gives me info about the shit that's going on with the NBA and how the lodgings look and what they're accustomed to. You know, NBA players, man, these motherfuckers make a lot of bread. And NBA is the world's greatest basketball league, right? So imagine the hotels these motherfuckers stay at. Imagine the food that's on the plane. Imagine all the racks being made, right? So now, these cats, NBA players, are summoned to Orlando, Florida at the height of the COVID out there. Cases rising. They shutting shit down. But the NBA say, yo, we got to play, man. 
We just put these motherfuckers in a bubble. And they ain't leaving the fucking bubble. And we're going to feed them too. This is some crazy shit, right, for an NBA player. So cats came to the bubble. I think a player from the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embleed, I think that's his name. He came there in a hazmat suit. He had an ill mask. And he had a hazmat suit. He must be scared of the motherfucker. And once he gets in the bubble, ain't no getting out. So he tried to come there prepared. That's bugged out to see, man. I wonder how people are going to, you know, really try to take the fashion thing to a new level with the mask, hazmat suits. Who's going to try to one-up Joel Embley? Who's going to try to say, oh, this motherfucker went out there with a hazmat suit? He tried to take it a notch up because... We're just going to be wearing masks and all the cameras are going to be on us. So he tried to come out there with a hazmat suit, right? Okay, now this is what I'm going to do. He beat me to it because I had the hazmat suit. But what I'm going to do is paint mine purple like Prince. And I'm going to cut the ass out of the hazmat suit. So when I walk up, all eyes will be on me. But then when they see me, my ass is out and it's homage to Prince. Because, you know, we got we to gotta represent this fashion shit now. It's a different world, B. You got to do things different. There's no more tunnel. It's the bubble. The bubble is the track now. So I'm looking forward to see what cats are going to do. I know the hotel's on some Super 8, Motel 6, gussied up shit. I know they are flabbergasted because they used to staying at the Ritz-Carlton. And now you staying at the Super 8 and they're giving you free lunch type shit. Remember the free lunch from back in the days? You get the chocolate milk carton. Or if you was lucky to get the chocolate milk carton. Or you get the little red carton. And then a slice of bread. Big ass bologna. And a slice of lettuce. That's what they're giving these motherfuckers out here. The NBA players. Man, they got to get used to it. You got to get used to it, you know. Adam Silver said... They shutting this uh, state down, but we need basketball. Yeah, NFL, now they're coming up with some crazy rules, right? Players and coaches are not required to wear masks. But everyone else on the sideline is. Why? Why the players and coaches are not required? Give me some uh, clarity on that. Why are they different? Everyone with access to the bench area is prohibited from sharing any personal items, including cups. Well, motherfuckers don't be sharing cups anyway. Food, towels, and clothing. Anyone who records a temperature at or above 100.4 degrees on game day will not be permitted to come to the fucking stadium. 
So if you got a little cold, you know, you get a head cold, your shit go up a little bit, your body's trying to incinerate the germ. So it goes up to 99 just to incinerate the germ and then it comes back down. You go to the game, these motherfuckers tell you, listen, man, you see, you see the temperature? This nigga got the COVID. Turn your ass around, man. You can't come in the stadium. I don't give a fuck if you are Barry Sanders, motherfucker. They don't want your ass in here. Right? Inactive players must either be in the designated bench area. So they got a designated bubble for motherfuckers who are inactive. They put you in a bubble on the sideline. Or they must remain in the locker room. So if you're inactive, if you're not getting no burn, stay in the locker room. Or when you come out here, motherfucker, you're going to stay in this bubble. You're not playing. You don't have to wear the mask, but you got to get in this bubble. Or get your ass back in the locker room. We don't know if you got the COVID or not. We, wanna, we don't want to chance it. So they must remain in the locker room, an empty suite, like they got to be alone. Or some other designated, isolated location. So these motherfuckers got to be away from everybody. If you're not getting no burn in the game and you're inactive, we don't want you nowhere around us, man. And this is to avoid any interactions with any non-team personnel. On-field fan seating is prohibited. Cheerleaders, mascots, flag runners, and other entertainers must be approved by the NFL in advance. And if approved, must meet physical distancing and screening and testing requirements. So you got to jump through hoops just to be part of the halftime show. You got to go through a battery of tests. They're going to be having animals and shit. Like those monkeys that be juggling and shit. They're not going to have that fly shit that they used to have. They're not going to have it. Man, that red table talk was a motherfucker, man. Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith was on the red table talk. They was talking about the things that went on with this young cat, August, whatever his name is, some R&B singer, I think. And it came out that August was skeeting. And everybody was like, yo, how that shit happened? These motherfuckers is married, Jada and Will. How, that, how he get in there? And then now they came out with the story and... August has been confirmed. He hit it mad style. She basically admitted it. But the way it works is if we break up and we agree to go our separate ways and homegirl said, Jada Pinkett said, you know, I wanted to feel good. 
And he said, you know, you need to go and do what you need to do to feel good. And I will do the same. And it was agreed upon. So whatever happens in the interim of you doing good and having a good time has nothing to do with anything after we get back because that was the time where everybody was free. So you can't hold nobody responsible for skeeting. You can't. It's unfair. So this is a lesson. They said they brought homeboy in because he was a crackhead. He was on drugs and all that. And he came in. And they both knew this dude and they felt sorry for him. So after a while, I guess this probably is what happened. Homegirl is telling this little young motherfucker what's going on in the marriage and all that shit. This is how it happened. So the moral of the story is you got to be one of the illest defensive lines on your situation because when you let motherfuckers in you're complicit with homeboy skating because you didn't have to let him in go to a rehab nigga this ain't no rehab this is a family b but that wasn't done and look what happened he was skating he was entangled and she was getting thrashed and mangled all over the star spangled and now it's on national TV. This is terrible, man. I think this shit is over. That got to be over. See, shit like that, I would keep private. Like, yo, how much of my life is for the world, B? That's not right. This is our personal issues. We're not telling everybody this shit. Nobody should know. I make movies and shit, man. It's about promoting movies and doing shit like that, man. You don't got to know niggas is cheating and, and skeeting and this little motherfucker came in. You ain't got to know all that. For what? That's just going to further add fissures to an already tattered relationship, right? I don't know why motherfuckers would agree to this shit. But let's see what happens. I see my man Deshaun Jackson, wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, retweeted some shit with Hitler in it, false information, so it's basically like he did it, and rightfully so, motherfuckers is outraged, and they came at him, now you gotta do the obligatory, customary apology tour, because you tweeted some bullshit, right? You gotta do those things, you gotta be contrite. And they will dictate what happens in order for you to be let back in. 
So he got to donate money to Jewish organizations. He got to donate time. He got to speak to a rabbi. He got to talk to a Holocaust survivor. And all those things are good because you tweeted some sucker shit and people are outraged. You offended motherfuckers, right? So you can't stand on clarification of the comments because you don't even know what the fuck you tweeted. <laughs> right? So when I was thinking about that, I said, okay, they, they said he got to go talk to a Holocaust survivor. I'm like, okay. Well, it could be argued that Deshaun Jackson is a descendant of an American Holocaust survivor. The realness. The, 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 the realness. The realness. The total black experience inside. In stereo.